taken a while to get back to you. Greetings and welcome to this latest episode of the Women of Rock. I'm one of your hosts, Kimberly. Hi, I'm Tammy. Hey, and our channel is all about the goings-on in the world of rock. So remember to like, subscribe, and hit that notifications button so you don't miss a single thing. We have some great reporting coming out of the Crowded House Tour. Our girl Tammy T was right there with it. Tammy, how was the show? It was awesome. I, you know, it's funny because I didn't even know they were touring. I found out about a week ago, a week before the concert, uh, through a Facebook ad that came across my feed. So sometimes the Facebook ads are good, um, sometimes, but <laughs> I saw that it was playing in my area and just totally grabbed a ticket. And um, was so excited to go. So it was it was an awesome show. Awesome. And you know, this is the second on the ground reporting from the from the con the hot concert uh, tour. So our first episode was Depeche Mode. You can go back and check that out. And we're super excited to hear more about Crowded House. I know that there's a huge Crowded House fan base. I believe their North American tour was scheduled for. I think it was. Let's see. What we're in spring spring 2023. I think it was for fall 2022 and it got postponed i believe due to the drummer i think needing surgery or something so anyway i haven't seen a whole lot of advertising other than the facebook the facebook ad that i got i hadn't really heard about it but it is going on through i think maybe even through june so if it comes to your area definitely check it out but i'll give you more details as we as we go through the show Awesome. And where did you catch the show? So it's in Mesa, Arizona. And so it's close to the Phoenix area. And it's at a, it was at a theater called the Mesa Art Center. I think it's the Ikeda Theater. Don't know if I'm saying that right. It's the first time I'd ever been there. Actually didn't even know it existed. So uh, they do a lot of uh, plays and shows and that kind of thing. So looking at the venue, I knew it was probably going to be a small intimate show and also that it was probably going to be mellow given the that is at a theater and just given a crowded house i kind of figured you know this will probably be a mellow show i don't think anybody's going to be standing up um rocking out or anything like that and that's okay so i i had myself prepared okay it's gonna be it's on a wednesday night be a mellow show i'm gonna buy a ticket you know up in the mezzanine level, I figured it's since it's a small theater, I could probably get a good seat anywhere. So I thought, I, and I've said things on the show before about, you know, if I want to stand up to a song and um, people behind me are yelling at me to sit down, I really hate that. So I thought, well, I'm going to sit on the mezzanine level toward the back there weren't that many rows in the mezzanine level so i sat in the back with no one behind me intentionally so i could stand up if i wanted to and nobody would yell at me i did sit down so i didn't even stand up until the end but it was it was great it was it was a great mellow but very entertaining and i wouldn't say it was nostalgic it was it was a lot of their new material so it was just great just a great show Awesome. I know for people who are familiar with Crowded House, they're going to know their big song, you know, Don't Dream It's Over. 
And I think this tour is called Dreamers Are Waiting. Is that, is that correct? Or their album is Dreamers Are Waiting. So that's their new album. I must have came out in 2022, 2021, 2022. Because I think this is the tail end of their tour, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So, um, so Crowded House has been around for a while. They've been on several hiatuses and, and were very successful in the late 80s um, and 90s. So I wasn't sure what to expect. I thought, you know, I'm a huge Neil Finn fan. I'm a huge Split Ends fan. So I was just, ho- and, I, and I'm a huge Crowded House fan, but I haven't really followed their music in the last 15 years. I don't know how much they have released. I'm not even sure that it's been that much. And I wasn't aware of their new album, but I just thought, I love Neil Finn. And it was a bucket list thing for me to see him in Crowded House. So I was going no matter what. I, I don't typically do much research before I go to a show because I just want to go in kind of blind. I just want to experience it. I just want to see, um, especially with some of the bands that have been around a long time. I have no idea what to expect. So I don't want to, I don't look at reviews. I don't look at anything. I just go. So that's, and then when I, after I experience it, then I kind of start reading reviews and see, and, and checking out their, their newer music. And so that's what I did this time. And I was not pleasantly surprised, but really kind of blown away by Neil Finn's voice is, it sounds exactly the same as it did. Wow. 64 and his voice, I mean, my God, and just his musicianship and stage presence and everything and very quickly i so let me start start from the beginning the opener was liam finn and liam finn is neil finn's son and so i i kind of knew that before but i thought oh okay the opener's liam finn i bet that is neil's son again didn't do a lot of research but just sort of assumed and (laughs) liam finn is freaking awesome like Okay, so he's 39. You know, I, I think, oh, look at that kid. But he's like 39. <laughs> he comes out and he's doing a one-man show wearing this red, looks like a circusy kind of short jacket and red pants. And he's got a setup around him, uh, microphone, guitar, drums. And he's just out there. But he introduces himself over like the microphone welcome this is uh and now it's liam finn and, and it's literally him saying it and walking out wow. and i think he only performed maybe 30 minutes maybe you know a handful of songs but was so freaking entertaining i'm like just animated and i'm like man th- what i was thinking was like man this kid has balls he's 39 years old i mean just his he just was so outgoing and so entertaining and talking to the audience and then just randomly just just playing i mean i think some a few of the songs were were his songs he's gotten cds out and that kind of thing but he would just start playing and just go to different instruments and i'm just like wow and he sounds so much like his dad like there's that there's that tone in his voice that I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's definitely his son. So it was really, really cool. The crowd loved him. Mm-hmm. Loved him. You know, oh, and and by the way, the crowd, you know, it's an old, it's an older crowd. I'm old. It was older than me. 
And and that was okay. So it was mellow, but it was so fun. It's really casual, mellow crowd. And I was thinking, huh, this is going to be interesting. And so when I sat down, I heard somebody, an older gentleman, again, I'm old, older than me, not that, whatever. Um, and he, he said, wow, this is really an older crowd. At the oh, person, really? The person he was with goes, you mean like us? Like, like I just started laughing too. I'm like, yeah. That's that's pretty much it. Well, like when you, well, when you do the math, I mean, they were big. What it was the eighties, right? Eighties, early eighties, early eighties, seventy nine. I think split in for oh. like I want to say seventy nine to early eighties. Mm-hmm. So yeah, long time ago. Long so time ago. we're that we're their fan base, and uh, we're getting older, but we're still going out, right? Yeah, but we're still going out. So it it was cool. Like it's it's not a show it's not a nostalgic show it is so when crown and house came on um and again i didn't do any research so i quickly figured out oh and they were talking to the audience quite a bit neil finn was addressing the audience and you know chatting in between songs and very personable and and i i realized very quickly that his son liam one man show is the guitarist in the band and the harmonies between Neil and his son, like, my God, it, it's just stunning because their their tones are so alike. And mm-hmm. that was just absolutely mesmerizing. And then uh, I quickly figured out that his other son, Elroy, is the drummer. And so mm-hmm. after the show, when I came home and did some research, I'm like, oh, OK, so this is like a total family affair. Right. And And what's so cool about it is, as a huge Neil fan fan myself, to see how freaking talented his family is. And I just kept imagining, like, God, what was it like growing up in that house? Right. You know, I bet there was just music. I bet they were jamming together. And for all that talent. And now, now to be able to tour with his sons and them to be so good and so musical and so talented. And I think they've got their own individual bands and have released music on their own and that kind of thing. But um, it was just incredible. So that's, for me, what made the show so incredible. And it was a, they didn't really play the hits, so to speak. They played a few hits here and there. It was 20 songs. It was over two hours. So, but it was just a lot of really good musicianship. I didn't recognize a lot of the songs, a, a few here and there. And I was wondering, I, I really enjoyed it, but I was watching the crowd and I was thinking, I wonder if this is the kind of crowd that's going to be pissed that they're not <laughs> playing the hits. When are you going to play those songs? When are you going to play those songs? And there was a guy next to me in the mezzanine level um, on his Kindle, like, you know, like reading something on this Kindle and then left about not even halfway. Are you like, reading okay. War and Peace during this concert? What are you doing, right? I don't know. So I'm like, oh, we lost one. So I, but I didn't see anybody else. I saw some people leaving toward the end, which is a real shame because at the end is when they played a lot of the hits. They Mm. did this medley, what, when they came out for the encore, they did this medley of split ends and my favorite songs were split ends and some of their other songs. And I'm like, and everybody was up and clapping and, you know, singing and dancing and like, in some ways, that was the highlight of the show. And so if you stuck it out for the two hours. You, you, you know, saw all that. 
wanted to go, you know, see the hits um, and you left, you really missed out. Mm -hmm. You know, hats off to them because we talked about this when we were reviewing the Depeche Mode concert and, you know, people wanting to just hear those songs that they are familiar with. And I think I think that's a really smart move for these bands. It's like show off all your talents. I didn't know because I watched clips of the show. I didn't know that Neil Finn played uh, piano and keyboard. I thought he was mainly a guitar player. So that was really nice to see. Yeah, super, super musical family, super talented family. Um, And the thing is, is I thought about this a lot. And I thought about this from our Depeche Mode uh, recap or or review. And that's, I guess that's what I was thinking of when I was listening to all these songs that I didn't know, but was really enjoying. I I was really thinking, is this the kind of crowd that's going to be into this? Or is this the kind of crowd... So, and I, and I was thinking too, like there's some, there's some bands, you know, like a Def Leppard, even Motley Crue for that matter, that will tour and they're playing the hits, mm-hmm. they're playing the hits, they're playing the hits. And it's almost like a tribute show, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sorry, but they're not really releasing new, new music. It's, we're going to go play the hits. We're going to have some fun. People are going to love it. And that's that. And that's okay. That's a choice. Mm-hmm. That's a choice. Mm-hmm. These kinds of concerts, like Depeche Mode or or Crowded House, they are. I'm not saying that Def Leppard and Motley Crue are not artists because they are artists. But there's a level of musicianship with someone like a Crowded House or even even Depeche Mode, and that they're not just going to come out and do the hits. It's not interesting to them. Mm-hmm. They're going to come out and and it's so funny because. There was so much energy when they were performing what they wanted to perform. Like they were just unstoppable. And they and the kids and the harmonies between them. Like I, I I was just blown away. And then they would put a like a hits song kind of in between some of these long things, like like a fall at your feet. I love that song. But whenever they got to one of those past songs, their energy noticeably dropped. I was like, this isn't a very good rendition. Mm-hmm. I can tell they're not into it. It's not that they're not good because they're killing it mm-hmm. on these mm-hmm. other songs. It's that they got it just it's probably not interesting to them to play these songs from 25 years ago. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just not. You grow and evolve, you know. Oh, I just heard this from another band the other day. Um, I can't even remember who it was. Oh, Devo. I'm not mm-hmm. a Devo. I freaking love Devo. So <laughs> I was on a, I was on a Devo kick and you know down a wormhole the other day and just watching past interviews and I still love so much their music and I I was looking at was Devo touring anywhere because I that's on my bucket list. Devo's on my bucket list mm-hmm. and so I read a, a article from um, Mark, one of the founding members, and. Or I watched an interview and he said, you know, going, he's like, going on tour is pretty tough now to get everybody to go out because it's like we're, they're in their 60s. And he's like, it's like performing songs that you performed in high school. It's like going back to high school and performing those songs. He's like, it's just, we're just not there anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we've evolved past it. So I really understand that. And the, for the fans, it's nostalgic and it's, we want to hear that and we love that song, 
But for the musicians, they're playing something, you know, then that, this was my point with Depeche Mode in our review with Depeche Mode. You're not going to hear people are people. You're not going to hear a lot of stuff because they're not that band anymore. This mm-hmm. isn't a tricky mm-hmm. band. This is a band that is really prolific and still running music and still evolving as humans and artists and musicians. They don't want to perform that stuff. And I really noticed that with Crowded House. Mm-hmm. Like when they performed their hits, it was like, I didn't even record. I recorded one or two of them that, that were good. But the, their newer music, they were on fire. Awesome. It was really interesting. Awesome. And then, but then again, and, you know, they, they ended their, it was uh, 20 songs, like I said. And they ended with uh, something so strong, which I, I love. That you know, song. That was great. And everyone was like singing along. That was. Um, and, so and that was cool. And they were too. And it was good, you know. Um, but so then they went out and they came back for the. And I was thinking to myself, like, oh, they should have put something so strong, like higher up in the set. Like they should have had more. Like this was such a sing songy good song. You know, I wonder. And then they came out with the encore and this whole medley. And then everything just exploded, including the band. Mm-hmm. Like, it energized them. To, and not that they weren't energized. It was just they weren't energized when they were playing really old songs. Mm-hmm. So, not that it was bad. And most people probably wouldn't notice. But I noticed. Because I noticed these things. But, so, you know, for their encore, they played Weather With You. I love that song. Crown House Chocolate Cake. I forgot about that song. And then they played I Got You and One Step Ahead from Split Ends, which I went insane because those were my songs. And then um, and they ended with uh, Better Be Home Soon. And and it was just fantastic. Oh, and I forgot. So one of the highlights, a couple of the highlights, actually, during the show, they did play Heroes by David Bowie. And that was awesome. I actually we have a clip of that. So, you know, I, we posted that on our channel. And also um, they were performing Sister Madly, but they infused it with Helter Skelter. So all of a sudden they're singing along and all of a sudden I'm like, hold on. I hear the Beatles. Hold on. I'm like, that's Helter Skelter, you know? So they did some really interesting things. And I looked at some of their other shows, like they had a show in LA, I think the, a, a night or two before the show that I went to. And they had different songs that they covered. So I think they're mixing it up mm-hmm. as they go along. Um, what songs that they're throwing in and covering. So definitely worth checking out. Like I would go see them again in a heartbeat. Like if you like good musicianship, if you like harmony, if you like, you know, and you like Crowded House and Leo Finn, freaking go. Mm-hmm. Like it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Just don't expect, again, uh, this, is a, this is my um, Damn, he's uh, two warning cents. or two cents or whatever. <laughs> don't, it's not a tribute. This isn't going to be a tribute concert. Go, don't mm-hmm. go expecting uh, a cover band. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. these are musicians and this is a musician show so mm-hmm. well, you know it's interesting because i think that i'm doing a little bit of research in, into the band in general and i think that they broke up or they decided to stop touring years ago right after the death of their drummer i think or something like the original lineup had to change I, up yeah i don't know and mm-hmm. i don't know why they why they stopped i do know that they did have a, a death in the band i don't know mm-hmm. if that's when they stopped but and the right. original life too was neil and his brother tim finn mm-hmm. so tim finn is also super musician and toured with crowded house and and are awesome so he's not performing with the band but i couldn't help but think that musical connection that neil and tim have 
And now he, Neil has two boys and they have that connection. And then the, hearing the three of them sing, you know, sing and harmonize together. Like you just can't. Okay. So Rick Beato, Rick Beato has a show, has a YouTube show. Uh, and he reviews, he's a genius and he reviews music. And I think he's a past producer, or current producer. And he said something in a past episode about Wolfgang Van Halen. So when he, when we saw Wolfgang Van Halen perform Van Halen songs at the Taylor Hawkins tribute concerts, there was something about, you know, he, to Rick's point, there's something about the genetics that you just can't duplicate, I guess. There's mm-hmm. something, and he, he talked about Wolfgang Van Halen being able to play these songs and it's sounding exactly like Eddie Van, like his dad, Eddie Van Halen. And it's not that Wolfgang hasn't worked his butt off. It's not that he hasn't been a musician for years and years and years. It's not that he hasn't played with his dad for years and years and years before his passing. Um, it's not discounting any of that because you can't just, you know, it's not just going to fall out of the sky and happen. But there is something about that genetics. And I thought about that when I was seeing this show because no one can harmonize like that no like if you look at the Bee Gees you know mm-hmm. like there's just so, there's something genetic going on there in their in their similar tones and the way they're able to work together and that is exactly what it is like with Neil and his sons and it's incredible mm-hmm. it's incredible yeah. or even just to hear Liam sing on his own a little bit you know he's got his own voice but then he hits a certain note and he hits a certain tone and it's like, oh, God, he sounds like his dad. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. It's so cool. Well, and it's interesting because when I reflect back listening to them when they were really popular in the 80s, it wasn't the harmony that really stuck out with no. those songs, which is so no. interesting, right? That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. it. And I guess that was, that's my summary of of my experience at the show. What was so cool is seeing him do this with his sons and, and how talented they are. And, and, and again, I keep saying it over and over, but just their harmonies together, it was stunning, you know, and on top of, I got to, I got to see one of my favorite musicians of all time and got to hear never in a million years when I was in, you know, middle school and high school, fan grueling over the split ends did i ever think you know in a small town like wow fast forward many many years later and three years yeah just a few years and to get to to get to see one of my idols perform live there's just such a cool feeling to going to shows the thing i love about being at shows and i've always thought this is there's a moment where i look at the stage and i look at the artist and i'm like i'm in the same room as neil finn you know, like I wow, I'm in the same room or same area, same state, same city as Dave Grohl, or you know, like just seeing them in person. I mean, these guys are from New Zealand, right? So just to have that gift of seeing them perform, it's never lost on me ever. It never will be. Mm-hmm. I just love it. Mm-hmm. That that's so awesome to hear, and I think as you're talking and I'm thinking about it, it's like what a what a great way to keep the legacy of the band going. Now that the sons yeah. are playing, you know, right. and they're they gonna energy into it, right? They're so energetic and excited, and 
and then it, it it infuses energy into you know Neil. And again, he doesn't need any energy. Like he's freaking amazing. Let's not forget he was touring with Fleetwood Mac a few years ago. That's when, right. When Lindsey Buckingham was ousted from the band, Neil Finn toured with mm-hmm. them and and uh, played the mandolin and and sang and everything else. I forgot about that too. Totally forgot about it. But he's incredible. He's still incredible. You can tell he's the kind of musician that still writes, still plays, still creates to this day, and still sounds just amazing. I just, I love to see just true artists like that. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, and thank you for bringing that up about Fleetwood Mac, because I knew that he had gone out with another band, and I couldn't remember. I was like, was yes. it Simple Minds or somebody? Yep. You know, wow. Awesome. Awesome. Because really, when you think about it, Neil Finn and uh, Lindsey Buckingham, they have such different sounds and qualities. To I their know. Races, so. When they picked Neil Finn, I thought that was a really interesting choice, not because he's not talented or anything else, but they do. Ha- they're so different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it seemed to really work. So, I'll have to yeah. go, go look at some of those old shows. I'd love to, yeah. love to hear how he sounded there. Wow. Cool. So uh, a great night. It was what the set was? 20, 20 songs? 20 songs plus the encore 26 so it was almost a two and a half hour concert two hours and 15 minutes just crowded house and then uh liam you know at the beginning so um it was a pretty long show it was good and i had read in some of the reviews about the sing-alongs and is that was that just impromptu or was he encouraging people to do that or the band encouraging the audience to do that i think a little of both Mm -hmm. a little of both I can't really remember. I was so, I was just, I was just in it singing. I, I don't even remember. Yeah, spontaneously. I, yeah, I think it was a mutual. He was very chatty with the audience and, you know, and so it wasn't like, you know, some, some bands get up and play and, hey, you know, good night, Arizona. And that's it. You know, mm-hmm. they were very chatty and very personable and, and that's what made it great too. So. Uh, it it might have been a sort of a, a call of a you know they sing one thing and then they you know so it, it might have been some of that toward the end. Mm-hmm. Curious, what were they um what were they chatting about? Just curiously, I don't even remember. I think it was um they were uh, just saying it was Mesa, Arizona. So the first thing that they were saying, they're like, "Is it Mesa?" Like in their accents, you know. Is it Mesa? How do I pronounce this place? Just stuff like that. And I think they talked about, Neil said something about, that, you know, it's a, it's a theater. And so there was a, a Dr. Seuss thing out in the lobby. I think there's a Dr. Seuss play or something. He mentioned that. Is Dr. Seuss playing? And just just chit-chatty. Just, <laughs> right. Just audience chit-chatty. Uh, I think he, and and the auditorium was really small and the stage was really close to the front row. And that's one thing he said in the very beginning, too. He was like, whoa, this is, I am. He's like, we're going to get to know this front row really well. He's like, there's like no barrier. And he's like, you must all be really trusting because there's like no barrier here. <laughs> front row is right there. So it was kind of funny. The definition of an intimate show, right? What? <laughs> and that's, that's the thing is. You know, when I saw they were performing at a theater, I thought, oh, cool. This is going to be, it'll be mellow, but it's going to be intimate show. I can mm. sit anywhere and have a great seat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was going to sit up close. There wasn't many seats left. The whole lower thing w- was booked, except for just a few seats in the back. And I thought, no, I'm not, 
I'm not doing the standing up. I'm not, I'm not going to have, this is going to be an older crowd. Someone's going to yell at me if I want to stand up. So I'm going to sit Someone's on. Gonna bad. Someone's going to throw a rotten tomato <laughs> at you. Destroyed. So, we can't have that. It's so, funny. Uh, live and learn. About that again. When Tammy got there, she's like, hey, took a picture. She's like, here I am in the very back. I'll be able to get this without being uh, hit with food or something. Exactly. Pelt boost it out. Awesome. Right. I am so glad that you made it because I know how much you love the band. I know how much you love going to concerts. And I think it's just super exciting to hear them carrying on with uh, new members of the band. And I know it's, it, they have the original bass player. I think he's also with the band. They do, yes, yes. So it's great uh, seeing him. And uh, yeah, I mean, the, the clips that we have uh, have up on the channel, they sound amazing. They sound and look great. I love the set. Yeah. It was really interesting looking, though, you know, the set that they had for the show. Yeah. And um, awesome. So it's... The, yeah, go the, check them out. Go, go check, check them out. Check them out. The dreamers are waiting and uh, Crowded House is waiting for you to get there and get get to wherever they're going to. I'm not sure where they're going to be next. Um, I don't know if they're going to Australia or if they started in Australia. Yeah, and this is just North Americans. So got it. This leg is just North America. I think they already toured before. So I think this was the last leg that was rescheduled from last fall. So I think this might be it for a while. So definitely go check it out. Cool. Now, before we head out, because we do have, to, I do have to ask you about one of our favorite songs, Don't Dream It's Over. How was that? That, you know, I can't even remember them um, performing that. Like, I think it must have been toward the end because that was, that's one of my favorite songs too. And I, I think I'm, I'm a little sad to say it might've been one of those songs that they weren't as jazzed about performing. Like it was open. You know, like it was good. <laughs> right. People loved it. But I didn't make a note of, oh my God, that was a great rendition or, you know, whatever. So I believe they played it. I just don't even remember it. Mm -hmm. Which is, which, not that it was bad. It's not, it wasn't bad. It, I was just more blown away by their newer stuff. Let's put it that way. And, and the, and the medley at the end. I don't know that they, I think they're changing up the set list every night because yeah. I looked at the set list for the few nights before and they didn't have that medley at the end. They just played a few songs at the end. So uh, they must be mixing it up. Mm -hmm. which is Excellent. Okay, which right, keep, keeps them interesting, you know, um, with them uh, in touring and keeps the audience guessing. So. Absolutely. And I think it's, you know, as we've talked about before, it's like, it's a way forward for these bands. It's like, why continue to keep singing songs that I, that I, that I heard in high school, you know, Especially if you don't have the original lineup there, right? Because it was the sound of that original lineup with that song, right? And so keep moving it's forward. Risky. It's, risky. it's risky with the audience. It's, it's, if you've got a built-in audience that's been with you for a long time, which I guess they do, they probably do, then, the, then it's less risk. Uh, you know, and again, like at the Depeche Mode concert, m most people are hardcore Depeche Mode fans. And the few that I saw around me that were waiting for you know, a song from 1982 and finally heard it at the end and finally stood up and were into the concert. That's, that's fine. But, uh, this is, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a risky, it's a risky move. And that just shows you where their priorities are. Mm -hmm. Their priorities are, of course they want to tour and of course they want to entertain, but at the end of the day, they're musicians and they want to grow and evolve. That's what it says to me. Anyway. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I think it, it's a, you know, like you say, it's risky, but at the same time, 
the reward is they have, you know, sons in the band that can now continue to play for the next couple of decades. Right. And keep the, yeah. keep the band going and, you know, and build new fans. Audience, like, most of the audience, I would say, were, were with them. You know, I watched all, I, w- I was in the mezzanine overlooking everybody and, and I saw everybody in the front row and I saw everybody down. Everybody was into it until the end. So I didn't see a massive. Anybody that I saw leaving was in front of me, like on the sides of the mezzanine that, you know, <laughs> kind of left right at the, at the, before the encore or, or whatever. But everybody down below, they were, they were, I was, I was pleasantly surprised <laughs> that they were, they stuck it out. And then they really enjoyed the medley at the end and, and loved them and everything else. So, uh, <laughs> Well, they they lost the the reader of War and Peace, and oh well, they survived. Duh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like really, you're reading like in the your, concert. It didn't look like your normal concert <laughs> fan, you know. Like I was the only one dressed in all black, like my concert wear on. I was literally the only one dressed wow. just in my all black little, you know, whatever. And most people were in. Shorts, jeans, and short. It w- it just was a very, old, yeah, older crowd. But I, I would say maybe a Jimmy Buffett looking crowd. Mm, interesting. <laughs> you know, maybe occasionally go to a concert, uh, a show, but I didn't see many that I would say, oh yeah, these are these are concert. I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. They enjoyed the show, and I'm glad. I'm glad. I was I was worried when I did right. hear a lot. I thought, oh, is the crowd going to turn? You know, are they going mm. to not turn, but are they going to leave? Are they going to get bored because they played for a long time? So, mo- so most people were in it, which is mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. And, so and like I said, fan base. You know, there were true fans there. That's what I love about it. Totally, and they're you know, and they're going to make new fans because it's. Let's face it. It's like if you can't replicate the songs from 30 years ago like time to mix it up and how you know boring for for musicians who don't want to necessarily keep playing the same songs right exactly Mm -hmm. exactly exactly awesome awesome so that's that crowded house dreamers are waiting tour don't keep waiting to go out there go see that show okay great so thank you so much for that wonderful review of that crowded house show and we Stay tuned and find out more about what's going on coming up for the summer. And remember to like, subscribe, and hit that notifications button so you don't miss a single thing. And, you know, also, I personally want to thank the viewers, the watchers, the listeners. We are also on an audio podcast. You can check us out on your favorite audio podcast platforms. Really appreciate the support and keep it up. And what's our final phrase, Sammy? Be kind, rock on, and, and be good people. I think that sounds good. Perfect. And we'll see you next time. All right. See you next time.